Hello and welcome to Inside Life. This is Inside Life, a podcast on life, family, love, health, finance, faith, business, education, and so much more. You should listen if you're on a journey of personal growth and development and you want to evolve into the best version of you. I am your host, Nifesi. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. On today's episode, I have on a wonderful guest. Her name is PC Timmy. She's best known as a digital marketing and growth expert, and she's a well-acclaimed public speaker and trainer. As a marketing and growth whiz, she has worked at both agency and client side and has gained experience across different fields, such as fintech, e-commerce, SaaS, edutech, health, sports betting, and more. Over the last five years, she has trained thousands of people on digital marketing, running online businesses, branding, and related subjects. She's also an Udemy instructor. She's a YouTuber. She's a chapter lead for Women Wheel, where she's empowering women with business, leadership, digital and career skills she's also the co-founder of kuwaza africa alongside debola ajayi and she is a nominee for the future awards africa tfaa one very outstanding thing about kiss itimi apart from all i just read now is that she's committed to using a skill and knowledge of marketing and media in addition to a gift of teaching to grow people and businesses and that was exactly what she did with us on the episode of this podcast titled building and maintaining a brand that works in the new normal so if you want to learn what it takes to build a brand and what it takes for to maintain a brand that will work in the new normal this is definitely the podcast to listen to Enjoy this podcast and I hope that you put the knowledge you will learn to good use. Hi, yes. Hello. Yeah. Good evening. Good e- yeah, good evening. <laughs> it's a pleasure to see you. <laughs> Thank you so much. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. How did your day go? My day is still going. Okay. <laughs> so, how is your day going? <laughs> and how I've did... Had, uh, had a bit of a lazy day. But it's going okay. What's your definition of a lazy day? That's interesting. Sorry? I said that's interesting. A lazy day. I want to know what your definition of a lazy day is. Uh, it means I walked from my bed all through. I tried sitting down on my work desk. But I couldn't even sit down there for like one hour. So I was just lying in bed with my laptop all day. Going in between meetings and meetings and doing very shallow little work here and there. Yeah, that was that, That's your definition of a lazy day. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean... It doesn't sound lazy to me. Days are not lazy are the days where I'm like, oh, fully, I'm, I'm fully concentrated on something. And I do like really deep work. Today, my brain was just not there, to be honest. Okay. So I'm just like, okay. what are all these tiny, tiny things I can do that I won't feel like I'm stressing myself, you know? Okay, okay, okay. I think I, I saw a post on that once when you started with, my brain is tired. My brain is tired. It's been tired for like <laughs> a month. Wow. <laughs> it's been like, one over time. I, I think so. I think I, I need a long break. 
took um, two days off last month, the beginning of this month. I took okay. two days two days off, um, and it felt good. And so that first Monday and Tuesday when I go back to work, I felt yes, I'm back. Okay. Um, but now it's like it's not enough. <laughs> It doesn't feel like yes, I'm back. Like it. it doesn't feel like it. it's like ah, oh my god, are you going to do again? <laughs> wow, I can imagine. I can imagine. Well, but I, I really think you deserve a rest. Like I follow you, and I think you work very hard. So <laughs> you, you, you actually do work hard. So I try. Some work that is still coming up. I think we'll get there someday. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you. Thank you for your content. Thank you for coming. Guys, everybody at home, parents, siblings, do you have any? Um, I do have siblings. Everybody's fine. Everybody's good. Family, okay. friends, everybody's fine. Everybody's good. We're looking for money. I'm looking for money. So in case you want to me. Everybody's um, looking for money because I'm looking for money. Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing give me a lot of joy now wow everybody's looking for money i'm actually looking for money like lots and lots of money not small money like big (laughs) money you know there is money and there is money the kind of money i receive right now my bank account will feel like big big that's the kind of money that i want me too (laughs) yeah actually i invited people over to join in so i um I'm, I think I'm trying to see if we can get them in already. But okay. How long is this going to be? It's going to be a conversation, right? Yeah, it's going to be a conversation. Then I think if they have questions that you know they want to ask and all of that, then they can ask. Okay. Yeah. Just want to confirm because I didn't exactly prepare like a presentation or anything, so I'm more prepared yeah. to like answer questions. Okay, I think that's fine since there are things that you know, so. It, it shouldn't be a problem for you. So we're waiting for them, yeah? Yeah, sort of. But then I think we'll start. Well, let me know a little about you that I can or that people do not know or something you've not told us before. Okay, mm-hmm. so she's a young Washington Mandela fellow. Like, hey. <laughs> and I thought that was like so proud. I was... I am very proud of you, even though, uh, like, I don't know you, but then, like, wow. She's resting. <laughs> so, tell us about this. So, something about me that nobody knows. I feel like I'm quite an open book. So, okay. this isn't supposed to be a hard question. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I can hear you. Okay. Um, this is not supposed to be a hard question, but it's seemingly hard. Uh, so, I'll just... Okay dodge it and just introduce myself <laughs> okay. so my name is peace um i'm a professional a marketing and good professional i'm a change maker very passionate okay. about growing people um women and young people in particular i do this via women will okay. um and quasi africa respectively i'm also yeah. a creative okay um i used to write at some my career i started this pesitini brand from blogging in 2013 if i'm correct 2012 
um i do youtube i do podcasting working on season two of my podcast at the moment so yeah so okay. that's me Sorry, please, i don't know the name of your podcast what's the name of your podcast so we can know the, the vulnerability podcast. podcast okay wow what's yeah. that all about um so the vulnerability podcast is just an avenue to explore our humanness everything that makes us human um I say when I record episodes, I say this is when we podcast where we explore everything that makes us unapologetically human. The whole idea is to share personal and vulnerable stories. Um, Because I feel like we're all human beings, right? And we all have stories to tell. And we all have experiences that are relatable to us, right? Whether it's heartbreak, whether it's money struggles, whether it's growing up, whether it's love. Um, family issues there's certain things that everybody experiences in one way or the other that if you tell somebody you'll be like oh my god I can relate to it however we never really talk about these things right especially on social media because mm-hmm. everybody has a video brand now so we put our best foot forward uh, yeah, on social we're trying media. to project truly yes, get yes, project yes, how you want yes. to perceive which is yes. not bad but it's just like why is nobody talking about all these things so I was, I was going through something last year and this thought hit me like, I would like to have conversations with people just share. And that's what the Vulnerable Podcast is about. It's an outlet to be very, um, very human and be more relatable than professional. Okay. That's what it's about. So I, had, I did season one with a friend and we shared lots of stories about different things, 10 episodes. Now I'm working on season two by myself and I'm getting more people on board to just share their personal stories because everybody has a story or two. Yeah, so that's it. So that's that's great. Um, I, I was going to ask, please. I want you to talk about the platforms that you have, such as Women Wheel, Kuwaza Africa, because I actually applied for Kuwaza Africa. I did. I'm a young girl, so I applied for Kuwaza Africa, and I've not gotten any email, any response, anything yet. Is that something that? When did you apply? Look forward to. I applied. I think it was this month or last month. Uh, so we just we finished cohort one of the fellowship last month in June. Okay. It lasted for two months, so we are okay. sort of like on a break. Um, I do a lot of things, so I like to I sort of have a timetable of my life and say you know these are the different projects to focus on per time. So Kowaz okay. Africa took my April, May, and the early part of my June. So I don't make a hot one. All the applications are coming in. You're not going to receive any mail until September when we're ready for call two. So call two for Kawaza Africa starts in October, middle or end of October to wrap up the year. So we have two cohorts in the year. Uh, between now and then, we might have a few webinars coming in next month. But right now, we're just like, okay. it took a lot. It was like two, two days every week. So we are just chilling and taking a break and focusing on okay. other things. All right. For people just joining, if you want to know what Kuwaza Africa is about, so please, can you just tell them what Kuwaza Africa is about? Um, Kuwaza Africa is my NGO. It's a non-profit okay. with a social enterprise at some point, co-founded okay. by myself and one of my very good friends, Debola Jai. Um, yeah. Kuwaza Africa is basically on a mission to build the next generation of African chain makers. And we're doing okay. that by um, teaching, mentoring, and developing communities of young people, young Africans in terms of leadership, transferable skills, 
basic business okay. use etc etc so yeah the idea is africa is great africa will be great but the people who are the uh, who are going to who, who makes africa what it could be are the young people but the youth and these people need as much help as they can they need to be taught they need to be developed and that's what we're here here for so here everyone that's it if you want to apply for kowaza africa you could follow them on instagram the link is in the bio then you just click on the link then there's a disha page and you just apply and you can join kowaza africa so what does it feel like to be a Mandela Washington fellow because from all Ask me this question I... <laughs> sometime maybe we'll do another podcast same time next year okay. but because I mean um, because of the coronavirus we're supposed to travel for the fellowship but that was postponed until next year yeah so right yes. now the main fellowship which which requires doing a residency in the US is going to be next year but right now we're just doing all the virtual stuff but it's been a great experience I've met um, all the Nigerians virtually that were um, that qualified for this year and they're all like amazing people doing amazing things sometimes you see them why am I here though um, but it, it does it does feel really good it's something I have wanted for a long time for the minute I was leaving Yali in 2017, I was like, "Yes, I, I saw your post on that." I, I saw your post on that. Exactly. Yeah, I saw your post on that. I saw. I saw that. I saw that. So, so that's it. it. Yeah, I'm going to take your word for it that we are going to do a podcast the second month sometime next year. Or ah. yeah. I, I heard that, and I'm going to hold you by your word. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, welcome everybody. So, welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay. So, um. My first question, seeing that you are a brand, what would you define as a brand and how do you create one? What would you say a brand is and how do you create one? A brand is perception. Um, a brand is how people think and feel about you and or your business, depending on whether you're doing a personal brand or a business brand. Um, so brand brand is simply okay. perception. The the what people identify as oh this person has a brand is we think about this person as a certain way. We add we okay. feel about this person in a certain way. Um, we okay. see this person in a certain light, right? So mm. that's the brand. Uh, it's really literally there's no other way for me to postpone to. Um, defined branding is perception branding is how people think and see and feel you um branding is what people say you are that's what said Godin says know what you say you are in other words you can call yourself something but if people do not agree by referring to you as mm. that way or describing you as that thing then it's not mm. your brand because that's your brand only becomes yeah it only becomes your brand when other people begin to say it and it's not just you saying it anymore that's when mm. it's a brand right um branding mm-hmm. is a long and evolving conversation as i usually like to say meaning that branding is not something you do want it's something you do mm-hmm. it's a journey something you keep doing you keep layering and layering and layering upon what you know you're doing what you've done to be the brand to maintain okay. your perception to enhance your perception um so it's evolving okay. it, it grows you can branding because again it's perception perception can change meaning your brand can change the brand can move yeah. from one sphere to another sphere. It can move from one niche to another niche. Um, at the end of the day, you are in control of the narrative, but 
it's also very dependent on how people will see you so you can you can project how you want to be perceived but the only way you know when that when you're doing your branding right right is when the people who you're projecting to begin to actually validate that this is who you are and this is what, what you're doing exactly okay. Okay. so that that for okay. me that's branding the second question is how do you build a brand yeah um it's, it's very easy right so whatever I, and i'll talk about it in different ways i'll talk about a business brand and a personal brand for a personal brand the best way to be the personal brand for me is to first of all to be right mm. uh, because i feel like because branding is um is is not a thing it's not your logo it's not your name it's not your tagline it's not your captions on social media it's mm. not it's not each of these things it's a combination of all of it right including how you talk what you say when you say it who you say it to what platform you use how you dress it's branding is not one of these elements it's all of these elements together to make up a brand because of that to be able to really build a very authentic uh build and sustain a very authentic and credible personal brand you need to make sure that it's something that is already you otherwise what you're going to do is you're going to be struggling to keep up appearances across this different aspect of what a brand is so you'll be trying to keep up appearance with your social media captures you'll be trying to keep up appearance with what you see and how you see it you'll be trying to keep up appearance with how you dress yeah. you'll be trying to keep up appearance with you know it's going to be a lot and what happens then is that work. you would either become that and totally become an inauthentic person or you will get tired yeah. of forming and that breaks yeah. so the best thing is to be who you want to be um make the promise you want to make as a personal brand and leave that authentically and genuinely and consistently every day now when you do that first of all people can sense when somebody's been authentic people can see when that authenticity is consistent okay. and when you can see those two things they are then able to form a perception of you over time and when they do that it doesn't become a struggle for you to live up to because what were you doing you were just being authentic so what you then do at that point is to then start packaging it so they respect it or so you can monetize it or so that you can yeah. charge her but that packaging is not Tell, tell it's, it's not the brand exactly people sense me in a certain way i can leverage it too let me just do small packaging here and there let me start doing color code let me start doing grid on instagram like videos just it's few things here and there to enhance the brand so i can get more benefits mm-hmm. that's the best way for me to build a personal brand so be first decide on who you want to be who, who you are or the promise you want to make begin to do that authentically and consistently I want to begin to gain traction then start asking yourself how can I leverage by making this something that is more tangible than just you know these things that I felt like I was you know just freelancing on um that's what a personal brand for a business brand that that one it has a, it's a, there's a goal the goal is to make money the goal is to acquire clients so the first thing is um who's your who what's the product uh who's the target audience for that product and what can you who are the competitors in that market also right 
what's the product mm-hmm. for um or what what is the product because you want to be able to know how to sell the product right um okay. and then who's the product made for so i know how to position myself in front of those people i know where they like i know where they are so i know how to speak to them about my product or my service and then who are the competitors or other players in the market i want to know them so i can also appeal to them or so i can learn from them and beat them if they're my competitions when i'm able to identify these three core fundamentals of course i know my business model and all of that stuff then what you want to do is then um communication and positioning how do i position this product or service in front of the right target audience that I've already identified in a way that stands out from the competitors I already identified and that's how you build a brand you can answer those questions okay i guess you got that <laughs> yeah so um how do you like you know you were talking about you know you have to identify your competitors your you have to build a model especially i'm i'm talking now about people who want to build businesses not just you know not just building a brand as in building yourself as a brand so mm-hmm. you you do a lot of digital marketing right yes you yes, do in fact you're a trainer yes she's a google digital marketing certified trainer everybody so mm-hmm. um how do you make use of digital marketing tools especially for goods you know especially because you know this period where we are people people have found themselves in very tight corners because for especially people who do not sell who have businesses that do not manufacture or that do not produce fast moving consumer goods so how do you employ the use of digital marketing or how do you use some tools um some digital marketing tools to drive your brand as a business that's a very good question um digital marketing So first of all when you think about digital marketing the first thing that you should remember is that everybody's on the internet right as most people on the internet internet penetration is getting um higher and higher and higher and higher every other day um okay. especially now with coronavirus it's almost as if corona came and it meant that nobody had a choice anymore they had to go yeah. and they had to become a bit more tech mm-hmm, exactly uh, so the first thing that digital allows businesses to do is that it gives you the opportunity to without boundaries um reach your target audience however and wherever they are if i if i'm if i'm not leveraging okay. on digital and i have to sell a handbag it means that they have to come to my store right or i have to do video and pay lots of okay. money yeah. or be giving mm-hmm. flyers however mm-hmm. if i'm using social media instagram i can reach a hundred people by just being in my toilet or in my bedroom and these people exactly. can be anywhere they can be in, in i can be in nasawa and then lagos i can be in nasawa and then canada i can be in lagos and then iraq i can be in lagos and then china regardless of where my target audience is digital first of all gives you the opportunity to position yourself in front of them so that one they can know you so that two they can like you and they can trust you enough to eventually buy from you right and there are different aspects of digital marketing there's social media there's email marketing there's search advertising there's um organic search marketing there's display mm-hmm. advertising um just okay. content marketing digital marketing has mm-hmm. different different spheres well different paths so that depending on your level whether you're just starting a business or you are a multinational 
or you're an SMB that has a little bit of revenue, there's one or two channels that you can leverage on to be able to reach your target audience. For people who are just starting, they can decide to just use only WhatsApp. And then when Mm. when they get more comfortable, they move to Instagram. They get more comfortable, they start doing Instagram-sponsored ads. They get more comfortable, they hire digital marketers to come and do all that stuff. So it's also so flexible that regardless of your where you are are or your growth level there's an opportunity that you can leverage on okay okay so um how do people get to use these tools you know you talked about social media marketing you talked about content marketing you talked about um organic ads creation then i think organic organic ads creation falls under this google my business thing yeah Mm -hmm. so all of these things are tools so how do people get to use these tools how 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 do you get to increase you know all these things are on the mind of people how do you get to increase your social media following that i can share that in this podcast because it's um I mean, each of these channels, for instance, or each of these tools have different strategies that work, right? So we can't in 30 minutes deep dive into all of them. So usually my advice is if you have a business that you want to leverage, why not get the knowledge for yourself, right? If you Google how to grow your business via social media, I promise you, you'll see 100 articles, you'll see 50 videos, you'll see 20 templates right that you can experiment with if you google how do i set up a google my business page and google my business takes 10 minutes um you will literally see the the difference there right so it's it, it's so broad and so simple that it's sometimes it's very hard to pinpoint each of these strategies in very short minutes right except they're like oh okay i did this on social media i didn't work then that's easier to just say okay this is what you have to do but the best thing is um First of all, ask yourself, which one, what, what resources do I have? If you don't have a lot of money, don't think about advertising. Think about the easiest way. Maybe only WhatsApp, maybe only social, or only Instagram, or only Twitter, or only LinkedIn, or YouTube. And then read as much as you can as a young person, as a small business owner, right? Start implementing and experimenting. And as you grow, you can then start looking to outsource your marketing or, you know, hire somebody else. Okay, so what I was trying to ask was that how do you get to know what suits my business best? Okay, there's Google My Business, there is social media marketing, there's content creation, there's this, there's that. How do I know that, okay, this is going to be the best tool for me? Okay, for example, I'm a photographer and this is not some, especially during periods like this, people, I want to eat, that is what is on my mind, I need to make money to eat very few people are interested in photography at this point in time so for example what do i do do you get me how do i how do i get to employ all of these tools to you know to make money what tool will suit my business you know what the question i ask is about especially for goods that are not under the fast moving consumer goods if there's anything that people will need the first thing that will come to their mind right now is we will get to eat then we want to pay our rent, we want to do this, we want to do that, those things that are the basic needs. So how do I get to employ this digital marketing tool for my business, especially if it is not a business that people will readily go for because of the times that we are in? 
right? So the question of how do you choose what platform to go with? See, the amazing thing is, let's start from very big businesses. If you look into their marketing strategy, you see that these businesses are employing all channels and they're looking for more strategies to add. The reason is because you can make you can grow your business using all of it on uh, or a combination of all however um you can't do that if you don't have the time or you don't have the money like the big businesses so when you're starting small because again if you look at the big guys they're using all of them it means that all of them can work for any business and that's the truth uh-huh. um even government agencies that maybe just want to promote their work without getting people to sell they can leverage on any of the channels somebody who is a hairdresser can leverage on any of the channels who sells weed who sells soap who is a photographer who is a caterer right they can use any of these channels or all of them and still succeed so the best way to start is to ask yourself which of them with my limited knowledge would i find most easy and I say WhatsApp an example because I know everybody uses WhatsApp on a day to day, right? So, so based on your knowledge, um, how easy, you use, yeah, it is which, to use for you. Exactly, which one do you think you can start with? Um, so the people who are doing amazing on on Instagram and their Instagram influencers, right? But there are also people who are very popular on Twitter and there are nobody on Instagram. No. There are people who are super popular on LinkedIn, like LinkedIn influencers. They don't mm-hmm. open Twitter or Instagram accounts. When there was Google+, mm. there were people who were kings of Google+. Right? There are people now who are kings of TikTok. But on Instagram, yeah. they still have 2K followers on Instagram. And they have like 100 and something on TikTok. Right? Mm. There are people who have hundreds of thousands or tens of email database. So what I'm, what I'm citing this example to say that regardless of the channel you use, there's an opportunity there right okay. so it's not the most popular channel if instagram is not your forte and you're not good at it if you try to use instagram because you think everybody's using instagram two months you get tired if twitter yeah. comes easier to you as a person then it means it will be easier for you as your business focus on instagram yeah. on twitter yeah. and you think yeah. you will do great so that's my okay. point i said decide on what comes easy to me as long as you know you can reach your target audience there and you usually can you're on instagram and i'm good at instagram no matter what anybody else is saying in my industry let me go and be the first and conquer that place if you're on youtube they almost start youtube if you're on linkedin i'm good at it so find the channel that you are good at that will be easy for you because you need to be good at it to be consistent right before you can hire somebody who makes it your job okay does that make sense yeah it does it does so is there a second point how easy it is to use another point another thing to consider um i think the, aside how easy for you to use the second point is always make sure that your target audience is there right okay. because again oh. it's, it's about you as much as it is about them right so okay. it's important that um these people are also there and the people who are there the market there they have the buying power right your market is people who are who need your product or service and are able to afford your product or service and will be willing to actually pay for it. So you need to do that research to make sure that those people are also on that channel. Yeah. I think it's like that the two fundamental take, things. Take the bananas to the monkeys. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Thank you. So, you know, you mentioned, I saw a video that 
that you did mm-hmm. on brand positioning and it was mm-hmm. really really powerful so what is brand positioning brand positioning is what you do in the minds of the consumer right brand positioning is is not just controlling perception it's also controlling the level of thought that your consumers give to you right making sure that you are top of mind it's it's again position is ranking right in, mm-hmm. in layman's mm-hmm. terms so brand position mm-hmm. is also there you have the brand you think about your certain way but i want them to rank me as number one or number two okay. or number three when you think about um people in my market or in my niche that's brand positioning and it's done by three three key elements right differentiation making sure that you stand out from the computers um two experience making sure that you live up to your promises that you fulfill the that the, the promises that you make to your customers and three consistency and repetition that they see you often enough to remember you until you stick as the primary guy doing this particular thing thank you so um my next question how can startups especially startups SMEs and all of that how can they employ brand positioning to make profit um if people if you if you are if you are, if people think about you as number one you you make sales think about uh, indomie versus every other noodle brand indomie's we, market we call we call every other noodle do you understand i want to go and buy golden penny indomie Right. Yeah. Oh, I, I want every other every other toothpaste, Maclean. Close up, exactly. Oh, Maclean. I want to go and buy Norman. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when, when 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 you have when you are positioned as number one or number two, it it automatically translates to your market share, right? So if you are consistent, if you give a good experience, if you are if you if they see you often, so you're consistent and you, you have top of mind awareness. If you give good enough experience and you fulfill your promises. And okay. they, they can differentiate what makes you better or stand out from other people. You generally, naturally attract a larger market, so more market share by default. Okay. So there's something else that I want you to talk about. I want you to talk about um, pricing strategies. How so? That's For a very example. big question. Yeah, you can just break it down to an as a startup. So you know. I have this product for example and you know they are already you know most times you know you don't you are not employing you don't have ideas there's sometimes that your ideas are not novel to you alone other people have probably done what you already what you want to do and they've made waves in that area so how how can a startup somebody who is just coming on board i want to create a brand i want to do something for myself in this niche how how do i Uh, what what are the pricing strategies that I can employ for my brand? Um, in in very general terms, right? There are, there are three strategies, right? Okay. Um, for a startup, one market penetration strategy, which is come in and give a lower price, right? So that people not necessarily better quality, just more better price, like lower price. So people are attracted to you because they will spend less. Three price at the price of your competitor, and use marketing and communications to attract people from the brand away from your competitor brand. 
um, or three, position your brand as an exclusive or expensive or luxury brand and price higher than everybody else in the market, even if the quality is not all that great. But you can sell the perception of exclusivity and luxury. These are three general pricing strategies, right? When you're entering into a market um, as a startup and you have no idea, so that you're pricing lower and means you want to attract a mass market or you want to compete by pricing at the same level and making sure and talking, doing a lot of comms and customer service and sources so people can, you know, be attracted to you and gain your own fo- um, brand followers. Or three, position as exclusive and luxury and charge as high as you're willing to go. Those are three core um, pricing models that you can use when you're entering the market. Exactly, price scheming. Price scheming. Right. Okay. Yeah. So if you have any questions, please you can start to send them in. We are going to see. So when you talked about um, pricing, like trying to create an exclusivity with your price in the minds of your consumers, and you're going high, are you not trying to shoot you? Are you not going to shoot yourself in the leg? Because for no. crying out loud, if somebody is selling a wig, for example. No, I just, so understand that the, how you position yourself um, positions you in different markets. If you, okay. if you position as exclusive, your market is different because the people who can afford that thing becomes different. So okay. if I'm doing this webinar for free, for instance, I can attract okay. anybody. If I'm doing it at 5K, there's a level of people who can afford at 5K. They become my market. If I'm charging at 100K, my market segment is different. The way I won't communicate to them are different. If I'm doing a 1 millionaire for one hour coaching, I know that I'm reaching a 1% of the 1%. Mm-hmm. So your pricing af- affects the people that you target. That's why when I talked earlier, I said your market is one, they didn't have a need for your product. Two, they can afford it. And three, they are willing to pay for it. So depending on what level you are, they have to want it. They have to be able to afford it. So if you have 5,000 people who have a need for your product, but only 2,000 have the buying power, it means that by default, your market becomes only that 2,000, right? Mm. And then what you now want to do is to convince them to become willing to pay for it. And that's marketing, right? So that's it. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's that's interesting. That's interesting. So, like, my question, you know, how do you get to make people see that, okay, what I am selling is good enough for you to drop your money, right? How do you get them to see that, okay, this that I am selling is good enough for you to buy? One, appeal to them emotionally. Two, they have to see the need. They have to you have to address their pain points it doesn't matter how much you say so so there are different reasons that people buy things right there's the functional reason there's the social reason there's the emotional reason functional reason means i need it if i buy a laptop now if my laptop breaks god forbid and i want to buy a new laptop <laughs> at that moment first of all i'm buying it for the functional reason i need a laptop to function i need a yeah. laptop that's functional if I then say that I want to go for a MacBook, it becomes m- m- not just function, but also the social reason of it's a MacBook, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Right. It's, plus it's MacBook 2020. Do you understand? It, there's a social mm-hmm. reason and, and, and an emotional reason um, attached mm-hmm. to that. If I buy something because I know that 10% of that is going to charity, that's an emotional reason. 
So you have to appeal mm. to any of these things. It has to be functional. It has to or it has to appeal to their social status. Or three, you have mm-hmm. to be able to connect to them emotionally. So it's either mm. their pain point or emotions or social status has to be communicated either differently mm. or together to be able to get people to buy. Thank you. Thank you very much. So please, can we send in our questions if we have any questions? So we can take just like two questions. I have to run. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to... Any questions, please? Questions, please. Okay. For now. No questions for now. Okay. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> okay. So thank you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for coming. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Peace, for coming. Thank you. And I absolutely look forward to our next session. Same time. <laughs> I'm holding on to it. Next year. No wahala. No wahala. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for coming. Thank you, Peace. Thank you so much. You have a great day. Yeah, someone is saying we love you. All right. <laughs> thank you so yeah. much, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Bye. thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. And I trust that you found it helpful. I'd love to hear your thoughts, your feedback, your comments. You can leave me a message by clicking on the message icon on the screen. If you're listening to me via Anchor, all you need to do is sign in and you can drop me a voice message. That is great, right? I get to hear your voice just like you're hearing mine. Interesting. If you're also listening to me on Google, on Apple Podcasts on Spotify or whatever platform it is that you're listening on, you can like this podcast, you can rate this podcast, you can drop a comment, you can also subscribe to this podcast. Yes. You can also drop me a message at insidelifepodcast at gmail.com. I'd really love to hear from you. Never forget, you're a wonderful person. You're special. Do not forget to take the message of this podcast and influence change wherever you are because you are an agent of change and you have the ability to make sure that things work rightly wherever you find yourself. Do not forget to share with friends and family. Thank you for listening once again. I am Nifesi and this is Inside Life.